This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It was one of those days. It was monumental in terms of scope and magnitude. And so we're just sort of unpacking everything. And uh, obviously we've heard from some disgruntled parade goers yesterday or uh, rally attendees. And so uh, whether or not this could have been foreseen, two million people by some estimates in the streets of Toronto. And uh, there were, of course some inconveniences and uh, created a lot of angst. So I guess this is all under the rubric of Tuesday morning or afternoon quarterbacking. Let's get Brad Ross in here. He's a chief communications officer with the city of Toronto and his thoughts. Mr. Ross, a pleasure to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Well, thank you very much, John. Pleasure to be here. All right. Uh, as you assess it, then I mean, I've just heard from a slew of callers, most of whom felt, uh, you know, it could have been better planned and so on and so forth. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I think we need to remember a couple of things. Um, The planning timeline was incredibly tight, um, really hit the ground running after the Raptors won uh, last Thursday. There was some planning a little bit in advance a few days before when they were up three games to one, but you really can't get much done until they actually win. You don't want to uh, start talking about a parade until you've actually won won the series and the championship. Um, a number of people came together to, to pull this off in very short order. Uh, MLSC, this was this was their uh, this was their party and their parade, and we worked with them at the city and our all of our agencies, police, fire, EMS. Trans, uh, TTC and go uh, to 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 do the best possible job we could do with in the shortest amount of time available to us. A uh, number of factors were all considered to to make sure that this was a good time for all. Because, John, it's important to remember this point. It was a celebratory event first and foremost versus, let's say, a security event like you might see at a G20. So, you know, barricades and everything everywhere. Um, you know, wasn't necessarily the Option and and the, the the sort of the feel that we wanted for this parade. Certainly, you know, there's there's lots that we can we can look at, and we will do that through a, a post mortem of this event, so that next time, and let's hope there is a next time, uh, we can do an even better job. But you know, I I know I've I've also heard from people who who had a wonderful time, and I think when we bring more than a million people together in in one fell swoop, um, there are always going to be some uh, some issues that, that occur that, that you wish, wish you could avoid, but um, the nature of these types of events is that you're going to have to react to some things that, uh, that perhaps you, didn't, you couldn't anticipate. You mentioned a million. Uh, any idea of a pretty good guesstimate as to the crowd size? Some say as high as two million. Could you have anticipated a crowd that large? We did anticipate a crowd that large. Our, our best guesstimate right now is very conservative, though, is about a million people in total, more than a million people in total, about 100,000 on Nathan Phillips Square and in the vicinity uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of why the parade route itself was as long as it was from uh, the OVO Center and Athletic Center at, at Exhibition Place uh, up to Nathan Phillips Square. Um, there were not barricades in every location along the route, um, and, and some have criticized us for that, and uh, fair enough. I mean, that's, again, something that, uh, that we can take back and look at. You know, the people got close to the, to the players because that's what this parade was about, unlike, another, uh, unlike other parades like Santa Claus Parade or Pride or Caravana, where the floats, are, you know, is the extravaganza, where that's the spectacle, you know, the colors and the music and everything. Um, this was different. This, wasn't, this was a parade, yes but more of a contingent of the players moving along and the fans, you know, over, over several weeks coming together as one to watch the, the Raptors at Jurassic Park, for example. And this culminated yesterday in one 
large Jurassic Park where the players now were able to to be there to see the fans, for the fans to to show them their love, and for the players to to reciprocate. So, but you know, Brad, in Jurassic Park, that example, there have been uh, crowd control elements in place uh, in terms of timing, how many people get in, and at what point. Uh, now, you said Nathan Phillips Square, about a hundred thousand people. My understanding at capacity, it's about sixty-five thousand. So that yeah. was exceeded by about fifty percent. Well, yeah, I mean, so so Jurassic Park certainly a much more controlled environment, you know, where you can close roads like Bremner and and you can control access and uh, to 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 that area. Uh, the downtown core and the streets and Nathan Phillips Square are are open environments. And so when I say 100,000, that includes Bay Street, that includes Queen Street, that includes the corner of Bay and Queen. That's, you know, that's the vicinity, not just the square itself. So, you know, it is open. It would have been uh, impossible, frankly, to be able to, you know, do bag checks and contain and, and, and do all those kinds of things when you when you bring people together for a party like this. And, and that's when I, that's why I I say it was the event was first and foremost one to be to to, to be a celebration. Uh, there was of course public safety elements to all of this. There always are. We we public safety is first and foremost. But it wasn't a you know we didn't want it to be a security event um, where you want to keep people out or keep people back. We want people to enjoy themselves. We want people to have fun responsibly, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think. For the most part, I mean, let's set aside the shooting for a moment. There's no no place for for guns in this city, and, and certainly yesterday's uh, shooting was was incredibly unfortunate. And but you know, Brad, a lot of people have expressed already to me that uh, having attended with small children in tow, there was a lack of facilities for food, for water, for going to the washrooms. People were crowded in, uh, yeah. you know, and some people felt claustrophobic as a result. I mean, how do we well, then uh, not anticipate that that might be a scene well, with a million plus? So. So we do, and I mean, so people make choices and make decisions to come to events like this where you know there are going to be a lot of people. There were uh, there were facilities for people, and, and, and there, were, there was water available, but John, you know, when everybody comes together in such tight quarters, it makes it very difficult for, uh, for, for people to get to, to those. And certainly the, 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 the parade's uh, delay in getting to Nathan Phillips Square certainly exacerbated that. We totally accept that, and I completely understand and empathize with those who were what what would have made that then what would have facilitated getting the uh, buses and the entourage to Nathan Phillips Square sooner rather than later it seemed like it was extended uh, or late by about three hours according to the timeline that was released to the media It was supposed to be around noon to 1230 yeah you know, in all honesty, it was just the number of people on the road, uh, in you know, marching with the parade um, that slowed the vehicles down. And so, why, why no police escort? Down. So, but Brad, why no slowed. police escort? So, so let me just finish. They had to be slowed so that people remain safe. There were police along with with the route, but as again, as I say, as I was saying earlier, you know, you got to balance. You got to find a balance between you know the you know security and, and policing and enforcement. Uh, versus allowing people, as long as they remain safe, to have fun, and so they, you know, decisions are made to strike to try to strike the right balance, and and and, and police did do their very best to to 
to move people along, to get people out of the way, while at the same time recognizing that people were trying to enjoy themselves and enjoying themselves and the team were enjoying themselves. Look, all of this will be part of, of a debrief and a postmortem. And what could we do differently next time? And let's hope there is a next time where we can, you know, have another parade and another celebration for, uh, for, a, for a, a sports team in Toronto, um, whether it's the Raptors or, dare I say it, the Leafs. Yeah. Uh, this would, you know, this would, that would be a party to end all parties for sure. And so we will continue to, to work at that and make sure that uh, next time, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can always do better. Who can't, right? right. So, Let me just, uh, a couple of more quick ones while I've got you here. Brad Ross is with us. He's the Chief Communications Officer with the City of Toronto. And we're looking back at yesterday's parade slash rally and uh, what might be improved upon, uh, where the ball might have been dropped, or if there was any uh, such way of anticipating these things. So, Brad, I mean, is there a, a person who coordinates this? I mean, when you talk about the different services that come together, police, fire, EMS, and uh, MLS, and E, and so on, and so forth. Is there a point person per se? Not per se, because this was truly a, a collaborative effort. There is, you know, there are a number of parties that, that have responsibilities in all of this. So MLSE, uh, uh, the city's transportation department, solid waste, the police, of course, fire and EMS and TTC and GO and the special events folks here at the city that, that pull off New Year's Eve events and the like. So, so there's no central planning. Oh, absolutely, there is. There's, there's that. But it's done by committee, is is what you're saying. It's done by by a group of people who each have an expertise. You know, there's somebody who chairs a meeting and that kind of thing. But you know, there isn't a point person per se. Uh, overall, I mean... But Brad, here, let me ask again, because, you know, when you talk about uh, having to coordinate all of this, again, mm-hmm. the timeline threw things out of whack, and then when people had to get home, as well as the commuter chaos that ensues invariably in this town on a good day at rush hour, they all seem to sync up. I mean, did we anticipate that we'd need maybe extra subway cars or trains running more frequently? I mean... Le- yeah, the TTC had extra service running, and they, you know, trains can only run so close together for safety reasons. And so, yes, the TTC was was very much involved in this, and they had extra trains, and they had, you know, diversions in place, and we made, you know, made it crystal clear to everybody not to drive downtown to take transit when when stations became crowded or or concerns about crowding in stations because of crowds on the street. The TTC did the absolute right thing from a public safety perspective and closed the station. I, I, you know, I really want to stress that, you know, yes, there are always things that we can be, we can do better. But you know what, John, this was a great celebration. You know, everybody's forgetting, you know, how jubilant everybody was after they won Thursday's game. We had a parade, we had a rally. Uh, the vast majority of people enjoyed themselves, I would argue, and and this city and its fans uh, really, I think, gave a great show for the Raptors. On balance, all right, uh, you see it that. This was a, a day to, uh, I guess, see in a positive light, even though there have been some naysayers or detractors, but uh, perhaps they're in the minority. I appreciate your giving us the city's point of view. Brad Ross is the Chief Communications Officer Thank you, John. with I Toronto. It. Thanks for your time so much. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on demand audio. 